0: This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff.
1: And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live.
0: We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues.
1: And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them.
0: The Mayflower, a small wooden ship with billowing sails. Today, Pastor Mark, we're going to talk about holidays and the springboard that it can be to having an opportunity for a conversation regarding the gospel or maybe just planting seeds or maybe discipling someone. We have several holidays coming up, and we know that Jesus was among the people, and he was among the sinners, and he was among the scribes, and at every point, he is always reflecting truth. Mm -hmm. And so how can we begin to think about using these holidays that we're going to meet with family maybe that we haven't seen in a long time or maybe family that we've been praying for for a long time how can we come together and use these opportunities as springboards to get into deeper conversations about who God is how to have a relationship with him or maybe just simply discipling or encouraging along the way
1: yeah um as as we were discussing and, and processing the conversation today I, I started thinking about um, missionaries who are overseas and in other cultural contexts where maybe they're in a country that's never seen a Thanksgiving holiday uh, or they don't celebrate Christmas the way we do or have a Christmas holiday or, or they have other holidays because of their cultural context and like, so how do I engage in If I'm a missionary in that land, how do I engage in their festival days in a Christian way? Or how do I use like American holidays that my family wants to still celebrate and bring them in and teach and train them about our culture, but use that not just to teach them about pilgrims or to teach them about pumpkins or whatever it may be. Uh, We mentioned, you know, this is holiday season, but... The spring is full of holidays too. You have Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day, and, you know our our whole calendar is full of these holidays. And so, like, how do I use those things not to just teach them cultural, but to be a spring for the gospel? Missionaries are thinking that way in their context. We ought to think that way in our context. Uh, I'm in a culture, and it's gonna it's gonna have uh, Halloween, and kids are gonna do things at school, and they're gonna be in my neighborhood. Uh, a week from now and we're going to have Thanksgiving things coming up and, and people will be talking about where they're going for Thanksgiving if you're at work or at school we're traveling here uh, we're going to see grandmother we're going, whatever And so why don't I think like a missionary and go okay uh, regardless of how much I love or struggle with a particular holiday and it's roots and it's background Rather than focusing so much on that, how do I focus my mind to go, "Ooh, this is an opportunity." Like, how do we have conversations with people about it, and how do I engage them and plant seeds and share uh, share the gospel through this opportunity? How do I how do I do that, and why don't I think that way instead of sometimes just being frustrated that. Um, I don't like the way things are going, or I don't like the way the world treats this holiday. It's a, it's a good holiday. Why don't they celebrate it? Or it's a bad holiday. Why are they getting so excited about it?
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting because one of the things that missionaries do is they go out and they learn how to speak a language. So that they can be able to communicate most clearly. Mm-hmm. They learn about their dress, they learn about their styles, they learn about their holidays. And right now in my one of my Bible classes, I'm we're talking about Abraham leaving the city of Ur. And so we do what's called a cultural report. Mm-hmm. And they have to go out and learn about a particular country, its religion, its styles, its holidays, mm. its food, and and bring that report to our classroom and be able to share that with us. And one of the things that I like about it is it reminds me that in America, I need to be doing the same thing. Yeah, You know, I really need to be learning about you know what they're eating why they're eating how how can i get into your world and be able to have a conversation and and reflect truth within that world because as we said previous a few moments ago you know jesus was always testifying to the truth yeah one of the reflections that we see in the Bible about being in the community that's so different from who you are is when the exiles were taken into Babylon. And it's interesting because when you see in Jeremiah he says to them you know you're going to go into exile and God's God is going to bring you out of exile after these 70 years. But while you're there get married, have children build houses and do what is good because that's going to be good for your community right and one of the things i think that we we can keep in mind is that when we're engaging in our community and we're sharing some of these things and we're sharing truths with them then that impact of ethics and morality and all of those things are going to be a benefit to all of us right and i think that these are places and times where we can be in the community. And I know that, for example, I know the festival that's coming up, it's, it's going to have a holiday setting where people are going to all come to one place. Yeah. And, and when you think about that, you think, well, why can't I go and, you know, have a cup of coffee and befriend some people, hey, I'm yeah. from this community too. Right. Yay, where do you work? Yeah, well, this is where I work. Oh, really? Where do you go to church? Well, this is where I go to church. Yeah. Or, or maybe they say I don't have a church home. Yeah, you know. And so, using or or being able to see these places yeah. as points where we can reflect truth, I think is, is invaluable.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, there, there's this. Um, there's this internal. Uh, conflict that um, I think we all play with so I'm going to go engage my community and there's scary things there and I want to protect my children from those scary things and not just thinking about the Halloween and the scary things of that I'm thinking about any really anything in my cultural context mm-hmm. Uh Wherever I may go, I'm going to see movies or we're going to go, I'm going to go downtown Oklahoma City. And listen, you go Midtown on Friday or Saturday night in Oklahoma City, you're going to probably see some things you'd rather your kids not see. Yeah, exactly. Why is this man dressed like a woman all in red? You know, it's like, what's going on with that? You know, And, and I yes. saw that in the mall on a Saturday afternoon in Oklahoma city, All right, I wasn't in a place that you're like, uh, that seems appropriate. Uh, you know, but my daughter's going, what's going on, dad? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, so there's this internal conflict of, oh, I'm going to introduce my kids to things that are inappropriate and bad and scary or whatever. And I have this conflict of, I got to protect, I got to protect. At the same time, there's this, but I want to engage and I want to share and I want to reach these people. And I, and I think we, I think we obviously want to live with caution, mm-hmm. but we've got to press the boundary that the gospel's risky business mm-hmm. I, and, um, and, and trust the Lord. And so I need to be where people are. Jesus Jesus lived within his context. Um, sometimes we read the New Testament and we get this monkish idea of Jesus. That we focus on the passages where he went out on the hillside alone to pray, and he, you know, yeah. and we focus on those passages, and we need to be more like Jesus and pull away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we forget about all the passages where he's being hated because he's in the sinner's home. Uh, they want to stone him because he's defending the adulteress. You know, I mean, those yeah. kind of, we forget those passages that uh, because they make us uncomfortable a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, at a personal level, like, so, okay, well, that was fine for Jesus, but I wouldn't have sent my kids with him. You know, I was like, right. He went, he went to Simon the leper's home to eat, but my kids would have stayed home. You know, yes, you can get, yes. Okay, wait a minute. How, how, do I, how do I process this and how can I use those moments? Mm-hmm. And yes, the gospel means taking some risk, but lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age.
0: Yeah, and it and it just brings back that passage and and so many passages about using discernment and wisdom, you know, uh, when we're amidst people being wise as serpents, innocent as mm-hmm. doves, all of those things need to be a matter of the internal spiritual life being submissive to the Holy Spirit, and at the same time, uh, it's great opportunities for these magnificent conversations i remember walking in class the other day and one of the things we were talking about were some upcoming uh, subjects that we're going to cover and i was asking them about some of the holiday people i said now tell me about who saint nicholas is Now, tell me about who saint Mm -hmm. valentine's is well tell me about who saint patrick is and and the students were looking at me and i said how many of you actually know who they are as historical people. Mm-hmm. Very very few hands are raised in the classroom. So the same thing happens when we come together with our families. Yeah. These are mission fields. I yeah. mean, there are some families that would say, "Yes, we go back generations and we're all Christians." Yeah. But there's always times and places we can learn things, and I know for me personally that there are people who marry into our family, yeah. who are new in our family. And sometimes I can be sitting and having a conversation, and it may be during around that holiday time that I say, hey, you know, maybe it's Halloween. Yeah. And I say, hey, did you know that today's the same day that m- they celebrate Martin Luther? And they're like, who's who's Martin Luther?
1: Yeah.
0: Or, hey, did you know that St. Nicholas was persecuted for his faith? You know, did you know that St. Yeah. Patrick was... So it's like learning these things can really allow us to have even deeper conversations to be able to expand in such a way that we reflect the goodness of God.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that's key is let's learn the truth and know the truth, but then you've got you've to engage the the truth. Uh, the the word of God is the truth and it's a sword that's sharper than any two-edged sword um, but uh, if, if I don't use that sword ever if I don't ever use it as a penetrating point in people's lives then then what, what good is it to have that knowledge and so mm-hmm. um, uh, learning those things and then being where you can now implement it to have a conversation and do it in such a way that I'm not Judging, what do you mean you're celebrating that way? Well, don't you know that this is about this man, and he was an historical figure? (laughs) He didn't wear a red suit, and he didn't come down chimneys, and I can't believe you would do it. And and maybe you don't celebrate that part of Christmas. That's okay, but can you engage with people who do that in a a way that's kind and generous and still drop seeds of the truth of, do you know about the historical St. Nicholas? Do you know about his story and what went on with him, you know, versus the difference of just, well, we don't do that, and we would never do that, and we're not going to tell our kids those lies, and yeah, okay, you may have some of those convictions, and that's, that's good for you, yeah. but the general world is oblivious to most of that, and so how do I just still be part of this culture, but use the truth to engage it in a winsome way?
0: You know, and what, one of the things that, that's such a good word that you use too. It reminds me of uh, Chuck Colson, you know, win them winsomely. Yeah. Right? Uh,
1: it's the only thing that I would do that would remind you of Chuck Colson. <laughs> <laughs> no, not necessarily.
0: But one of the things that that I remember, I don't know if you'll remember this, you and Susan and Jimmy and I had uh, met in Tulsa. You, you were pastoring up in Bartlesville, mm-hmm. and we met in Tulsa. I don't remember what the place was called, but it was this huge celebration about Christmas. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy and I, we... We celebrate Christmas, yeah. and one of the things that we don't necessarily uh, teach the modern-day santa claus under our tree but all of right. our kids are familiar with it you know right. and know and it but we definitely teach the historical saint nicholas and mm. and and we have a tree in our house and lights in our house and I, i'm okay with people who don't i mean that's right. fine too right but anyway so so we went up with you guys to celebrate and i remember at the time Uh, We had not yet encountered, you know, the dressing up of Santa Claus and uh, and all of those things. And, Mm -hmm. And Lily was very little. Yeah. And she saw a Santa Claus. And she tugged on me and said, who is that? Yeah. You know, and so just because we weren't um uh, engaging in Santa Claus in such a way that some of my friends and family members do didn't mean that I had to resist being in relationship with all kinds of people in this area. In fact, we loved drinking hot chocolate and mm-hmm. riding the sleigh or the train yeah. And, yeah. and and walking around the park and enjoying the Christmas music. And those things give us opportunities to engage people, and when we engage people, we get to engage respecting one another, loving one another, sharing Christ with one another, and I I don't want to do anything to prevent those things, so just being able to learn about my culture, being able to live within my culture, and and identifying with Christ at the same time that's going to be times when we can reflect truth most clearly.
1: Yeah. One of the things that we've been doing and emphasizing in in our church is the idea of implementing a lifestyle of neighboring well uh, so that we can engage with people. And uh, that, that means taking the great commandment seriously, loving God, loving others. As yourself, and so I, I want to love others. I want to love brothers and sisters in Christ well, and and understand that we may have some liberty differences, and just still love them well. I want to love my lost neighbor as well, and and understand that they're going to get excited and celebrate things that, as a Christian, I may be less excited about. But um, can I can I engage with them and enjoy things that are good? There there's things joy is joyful regardless you know so they're joyful about some of these holiday things joy with them and and celebrate and, and and then neighbor them well love them enough to be in their life where you can build a relationship they trust you and you can begin to share the gospel and they can hopefully see the differences that like you're joyful not because of just this season like you're yeah you're joyful other times too what's going on with that and so uh, attempting to to do that in our church has I think been helpful to raise these conversations but the holidays are a great time to implement what we're trying to do there so that's our hope is that you would uh, engage in the next few months with people in such a way that you can share the gospel and uh, be part of the community and what it's seeing and doing. And you're part of that community. Be Christ in that community. Thanks for listening. And we hope you have a, a great Sunday uh, celebrating the Lord in a local church hearing the Bible talk.